Brewers Hardware specializes in stainless steel parts for your home brewery. From conicals to triclovers, you can find it at brewershardware.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, everybody, welcome. That's it. Welcome. Get welcome. in there. Listen up. Welcome. Here comes well- information. Open wide and swallow. <laughs> uh, am I saying all that? Yeah, I guess I am. No, I think that's internal dialogue. You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to get a new no. hobby. This is, I'm giving yeah. up on this one. Yeah. There's a, like a car show going on outside in the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these people, like, they got these cars. Are all, Saw you with the hearse over there. The house looking that thing over, right? Yeah. Trying, to, trying to book it. Yeah. You know, put an air mattress the, in the back. Yeah, the there. hearse. Yeah, there's a lot of horizontal room in there. There is room. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so. Anyway, so. There's, anyway, so there's an attorney all these, like, room. old guys, which. Yeah. Right. Whatever. They're, they're, which is represented in, in this room. They're in chairs behind these cars that are. Obviously, they drove when they were like 17, right? Uh-huh. That, you know, right? 17 miles an hour? No, when they were 17, that's when the they car they drove, right? These are like 50-year-old cars. And they're cars. like impeccable, yeah. and they just sit there and talk to people about their car. Oh, uh-huh. You don't have to like burn yourself making beer. <laughs> right. and, you, and you could you know, still have beer, I assume. You know? Right. Yeah. You could pay somebody else to fix up your but car. Yeah, you just pay somebody. Of right. course, you don't do here's, it. Here's 50 grand. Just yeah. fix up fix this up car, car, and I'll, I'll just go and it's talk about it. It'd be cheaper it. than homebrewing, I figure. Right. I always look at like older people like in their... Let's say seventies and up, you dri- you know driving these older cars, like you were saying, Tasty. Yeah. And I always think that this has got to be the car that they first got laid in. Whatever. Like, I don't like, know. Like, really? like, no, I'm serious. Well, I, I like totally that. do. That's like, what like, I'm trying to do. Like fifty-seven my... Chevys, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not trying to get oh, laid in the car too. Yeah. Like forties and fifties. There's like, a fifty-eight out there. You got to see it. That's what I'm saying. And if the guy is at least in his eighties, I'm like, no. he got laid in that car, and he hasn't. He's married. His, he's married that chick. He and loves everything that is the exact in the back same. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we should go out there and talk not obnoxious to them. Like, yeah, is that your wife? Is that where you first banged her in the back of this car? Did you, think, did you think? Did you finger time. bang old Mildred here? Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we should do a remote out. Hey, Back with the podcast. Who, who did you bang in this this pile of pile yeah, of crap? I'm just being honest. That's what I think. I I, I agree with you, Tasty. Right, I'm trying to be that guy, man. <laughs> that finger bangs guy. Mildred in really the old to, car. Or what? I got my old car, man. I've right. got oh, you are, that thing. See, yeah, the hipster, he's got the hipster car. No, so okay, so funny right, story. Right. So I'm so coming, the car doesn't run well. So I'm coming but it to looks do the cool. show. I'm just saying. No, right. it's, it runs fine, man. It's a diesel engine. <laughs> it's got yeah. less than 150 thousand miles on it, man. All right, all right. So I show up to the you know to do this show. Uh huh. Whole street's blocked off. Uh huh. Pull up. I'm going to go in the garage right over there. Uh huh. And uh, I pull up to the stop sign, and they part the barrier for me. They're like, they it's just kind of move it. Your car's that old. They're yeah, letting him into the 76. show. It looks, like it, was a classic. it looks like a classic car. It's 1976. It's not as old as it's all those other What ones, kind of car I, I are you driving? It it's I, a 76, what, Pinto? No, it's Mercedes, uh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah. Wow. The, the, oh, yeah, what hipster would be seen in a Pinto? The, the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts <laughs> made the barrier like, them. oh, look, here comes my dentist's kid in my dentist's car. This is great. We pulled, sorry, sorry we, sir, let me let you through. We, we pulled up to the barricade to unload a keg of beer yeah. for the for the tap room, and uh, 
And, they and, said the, no. and the and the littlest Boy Scout, who must be like you know six years old, raises his finger and goes like, "No." He shakes his finger. He wags the finger yes. at you. He yes, like, he did. Oh, he did. God. He did. And the rest of them are just like, "Well, these guys must know what they're doing." Yeah. They're stopping for a purpose and getting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little guy's oh, like, you, you, you can't be here. You just show wow. up with an older guard. Now, am I Am I exaggerating it in the slightest? No. His balls haven't dropped yet, and he's already <laughs> pushing people around. He's like, no, 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 you can't do this. He's like, ah. Got my merit badge and finger wagging. It's his first management job. Give, him, give the kid a break. My mom taught me everything I know. And, of course, oh, no. uh, we, we didn't give a crap. Right? And I will climb out. <laughs> Unload the keg. Why don't you deliver this for us? You're big. You're a scout. Do your deed for the day. Yeah. Hey, you know who does a deed for us? Is our brand new sponsor. That's right. Yeah. Brewershardware.com. Yes. Yeah. You want somebody to do do the deed for you? They they they, they hook they you up. Indeed, do the deed. One thing you got to have their stainless deed. I found it like I, my old my brew system is pretty old and like you know, yeah, static. Yeah, yeah. But you got to have a few gem items in there that make it like. Uh, to make a difference. You do, yes. And just it's a, one or two. And it's those small ones, if you put them in key places, it makes yeah. your brew day so yeah. much easier. Just, yeah. every, every once in a while, yeah, you got to right. you know, treat yourself to a little upgrade. You know, Father's Day was recent. Christmas coming up. Yeah. Got to hit that with a little bit of stainless. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Vacations are paid for. You should be ready to you know, upgrade your system. There you go. Well, and brewershardware.com, they carry a huge selection of uh, both threaded and tri-clover uh, compatible sanitary fittings, valves, pumps. All that stuff, you can upgrade your brew day with that. They've got uh, jacketed conical fermenters. You want something that Ooh. like that looks like the big boys, and they've permits. got that. What? They've got everything. They've got brew stands. They've got brew stands that will hold from five gallons all the way up to ten barrels. Ten barrel? I know. Is that a stand? I think it's got legs welded on it. See, right. That's, you, that's, that's like a NASA thing. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can upgrade your home brewing from stovetop to pro. There you go. Like imagine, imagine a retailer that knows you that well. You can't. They got all the hard to find parts. Everything you need to make great beer, they've got. And I'm telling you, uh, if your your plastic buckets and a and a one gallon uh, pot on the stove, <laughs> check them out anyway. Update your, update your green, your right. green bro. Yeah. The, yeah. The, one of the greatest yeah. one of the greatest things about this hobby is that. You're not limited by, you know, oh, just doing this. and eh. No, you you have a chance to dream. You have a chance to, you know, reach out for the stars and, and, and go crazy and have some fun with the hobby. Yeah. And BrewersHardware.com is there to help you. So check them out. You can upgrade your brew day, all the amazing selection of stainless gear, designed and built by home brewers for home brewers at BrewersHardware.com. Check them out. Send the email to Brad. At brewershardware.com and tell them how much you appreciate their sponsoring this show so you don't have to pay for it. If you enjoy the show, Brad's paying for it. The least you could do is check out all the stuff on their site yeah, please do. and tell them, tell them how much you like that. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Today, we were going to uh, kind of delve into a, a topic which I think is near and dear to the hearts of a lot of our listeners because we are... A lot of us. We're very international. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. We are, yeah. We're right. listened to everywhere. We I have evidence to that effect. We wear the banana hammock. We yeah, we've changed uh, culture all over the world. But, yeah, most people right. 
Right. Didn't even know what a banana hammock was until we introduced oh, it. Oh, where where is hammock? Is anybody hammocks? Where we we get in the waxing? Yeah, we get the uh, we Sweet. dance the lamada. I mean, we are very international here. Well, hold on, that's the forbidden dance, and that's one thing I won't do. We are very forbidden in this show. I don't know if you know we that. Don't have Maybe. any principles. Before you signed all. up for this, you should under, understand that we are as forbidden as the as fruit, the lambada. Shit. All right. So we cover a lot of the of the, right. the globe. We cover the and, globe. And uh, I totally forgotten what we were talking about, but we cover the globe. Yes. <laughs> not everybody is. has yeah. the supplies that we all have. You can tell I'm not driving tonight because right. I'm driving the beer down my throat. That's what I'm driving. Yeah, we we cover the globe as yes. as little as our banana hammocks cover our globes. We Ooh. are all over the globe. Ooh, that's good. Our that's hands good. are on the globe like you wouldn't believe. Our hands are on the globe, left and yeah, right. Globe. I'm just yeah. saying. All right, uh, and thus we have a question from one of our listeners in New Zealand. New Zealand, oh. that's correct. This is John Harris. Should I say last names? I probably shouldn't say last name. This is John Smith. John H. <clears throat> Actually, he says Harry. He calls, I don't know why. Literally, he signed off as Harry. Anyway, it, could, <clears throat> it, it could be a descriptor. Could yeah. be a descriptor. That's, that's true. Um, <laughs> is there an I in there? He says, uh, and again, I'm going to read John it. John like, is Harry. I'm going to read it like you wrote it. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. I'm a 20-liter all-grain home brewer down in Christchurch, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Been listening to your show way too much. Mm-hmm. You guys talk a lot about liquid yeast, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is great, mm-hmm. but nobody cultivates it here for the homebrew market, mm-hmm. so it's dear as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of White Labs is about nineteen dollars. All right, fuck a year. Dry Jeez. yeast is about six fifty. To put that in context, base malts are four bucks a kilo or two bucks a pound. Mm -hmm. So it makes liquid yeast a big chunk of the bill. Mm -hmm. So the question is, A, is liquid yeast worth the money for us down here? Mm. B, Mm. if it's not, what's the best way to use dry yeast? We Mm. rehydrate it, Mm. but should we do starters as well? Mm. And C, can you rinse and reuse dry yeast? Mm. Once it's been through a fermentation, is it as good as a rinsed liquid yeast? Mm-hmm. And then he says NB. I don't know what that means. Uh, we have a temp-controlled fridge for for, uh, for fermentation, and are looking at oxygenating the wort next. Any help would be great. Love the show. Cheers, Harry. All right. Well, here's what I would say. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will <laughs> deal with these questions. You're that bladder. A B C D E F G N B N B. Uh huh. Right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a Certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com the 21st amendment watch out do you like beer they make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you out! still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're drinking beer and Almost. having lots of fun. On this show, I'm drinking the uh, Heretic uh, IPA. Oh, yeah. There so you, you got go. this like uh, rotating uh, hop regimen. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Why, thank you for noticing. Now we, we have our base IPA. You're talking about the malt bills, the same. Malt bill. Uh-huh. So the, uh, Chris Kennedy, who's uh, our, Chris, our what a great guy. head brewer. He's a dick. He, he, don't, got, don't he got a uh, gold medal that, at but... GABF with his, with his basic hop IPA recipe. Cool. And he's been after me for years to let him brew that. I'm like, ah, we're not going to brew IPA. What? Okay. What was your uh, rationale for that, by the way? Never mind. I don't know. Okay. I just got so, so sick of everyone brewing. Everyone's going to have an IPA. I'm like, fuck you. I don't have to have an IPA. Oh, and so, um, no, I'm like, but I like a good IPA. So what the hell? And, he, you know, he's a great guy. He's, he's put in his five years of hard work. I'm like, all right, fine. You can go ahead and brew the beer you want to brew. So he brews that. Great beer. And I'm like, all right, you're never brewing it again. What we're going to do is... <laughs> I, don't you know, him, I've, don't I've, give I've, him an inch. I, every it's new, great, new great, weird hop that yet. comes out, I've been sourcing. Perfect. I buy, I, like, they offer me these experimental 9-1, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> 90-215-whatever it is. 90 yeah, yeah, there you go. I love that um, hop. It's a little catty. Hop's so secret. You don't it's, a little catty. Catty. it's a little catty. Get it? It's a little catty. Comes from Southern <laughs> California. Uh, and so... Uh, we, no, we, we buy all these hops, and so every batch is a different set of hops. Uh, like how many different hops? Uh, it depends. 
So we did one uh, previously with uh, uh, with Nathan. Nate Smith, our, our Nate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. With our Nate. Yeah. And, uh, He's an asshole, too. And it, and it was uh, Cashmere, Idaho 7, and Simcoe. Now, none of that at, at early on. You have a base bittering uh, Oh, right? no, I think it was like Simcoe early on. Really? Nate, Nate's a crazy man when it oh, comes you to would? hops. Oh, well. He was like seven different hops. I'm like, how yeah, but we like ratchet this down to three. And yeah, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you can't cut costs on quality, Jamil. Oh, it we wasn't had this a cost thing. I wanted to actually taste some of you the You want to be able to yeah. taste the hops. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Is that so, what it is? It gets all muddled yeah. if you have Less is but, more. But I'll tell you, I think that turned out fantastic. Yeah. I love that beer. Cashmere. I'm telling you all, cashmere. Yeah, I've heard. I've had that before. So it's really good. They they stopped growing it. Really? Why? Why? Because you, it was so fantastic and brewers are idiots because it's not popular. They did not want to... Nobody wanted to use it. Is it one of those low alpha, high flavor kind of things? Or uh, I, I no, it's, it's it's higher alpha than like Cascades, I think. But and that's domestic. I, I don't. Yeah. I never no, heard. and there is no licensing fee on that. It's Indian. Oh. It's it USDA. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, from the uh, hop growing. Uh, yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Hmm. So well, well, I am single handedly resurrecting cashmere. I, I've asked... Uh, uh, oh, like Vinny did with Simcoe. I, yeah, I I've that. asked Crosby Hops uh, to grow this oh. for me. I'm, they're like, well, we'll put the rhizomes in. I'm like, I'll, whatever it takes, I'll do. And I'm telling you, You're it's, gonna, it's uh, a tremendous hop. And I talked. To, I was talking to, you know, Jay Prawl. Sure. He works for Hopsteiner. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's oh, that was a killer hop. He goes, I'm like, well, how come nobody wants it? He goes, ah, you know how, home brewer, how brewers are, you know. If it's not the popular thing everyone's talking about, nobody wants it. It's like so. It's got to have like got a trend. It's got to be some way to. But get, how is it going to be popular if nobody talks about it? Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's ultimately the thing why no well, one wants to touch it. But there's there's it. a right. thing. It's like well, it's the latest licensed top. Oh, this is public domain program, so it must not be good. Must not be very no, good. it's freaking fantastic. What Casual. is it? What, what do you like All about right. it? What What is it that's oh, so good? Oh, it had you know. It, it, Give me five five descriptors. You don't you don't like hops though. I know that's not true. I like hops. I don't like the high alcohol that people think needs to balance out the hops. That's my problem. Like with IPA, is I don't mm-hmm. like to drink a seven percent beer because I like to drink too much. And if I do that, I'm going to be throwing uh-huh. up in my car when the cop goes, "Hey, can I have your license and registration?" <laughs> and I don't want that. But I really enjoy drinking beer. But and I like uh-huh. hops. I uh-huh. just don't like the high alcohol. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So give me five descriptors for cashmere, please. Uh, you know, there was a lot of tropical fruity, coconut, um, uh, you know, so citrusy, hmm. uh, citrusy, tropical and coconut. Yeah. That's it's intriguing. Huge, huge wow. coconut. I, uh, you really? know, when it was in the tank, the coconut was over the top. Wow. Like too much. Like were you, were you concerned? No, I loved it. Really? I'm just like, man, really? that, cause I like the tropical fruity thing. Maybe you put coconut in the next beer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I thought. Why not, right? Fuck coconut. it. No, a right. coconut IPA. Who cares? How about a porter with this hop? God damn it. I think you're right. How about a robust porter with I this am cashmere? Right. Wouldn't that be good? Oh, might be. I, I like don't that know. idea. Coconut. I think there's... I think there's mm. Anyways, the whole point is there's, <laughs> there's so many great hops, yeah. and all you people opening new breweries, don't buy all the trademarked hops where they own you by the short hairs. They do. They, you know, because there's been some instances... Not everybody who has trademark cars. Some some are just dealing with you, you know, fairly. Some people are like, uh, eh, we own it. Everyone wants it. We're doubling the price. Sorry. Screw you. Um, so a lot of that's going on, too. 
So I think I think it's you know they're like oh you know the hop growers need to make their well, an honest it's wage. To have a plan B and these well, other the brewers need to make an honest wage too, and the consumer needs a fair price on the product they're purchasing. Exactly. So I think you know just open your mind to all these other hops. Just because it's a trademark hop doesn't mean it's the best thing, yeah. and just because it's a public domain hop doesn't mean it's somehow inferior. They're doing some great stuff, and there are some incredible hops out there that nobody is focusing on because it's not popular. Because there isn't some new trendy beer using them, hmm. doesn't mean that those hops and and there's there's trademark hops that are just getting no traction whatsoever, but yeah. they're incredibly good. Like what? Uh, I don't want to say. Okay, I would say Amarillo. Well, Amarillo. So Amarillo, back in the day. I remember buying Amarillo, and it was they're going to stop growing it. They're they're going to rip out all the acreage. Yeah, and it's, I remember it's a lower alpha. No, hop, it's isn't fairly it? it's fairly high alpha. That's like mm. eleven. Oh wow! Uh, I thought it was like eight, 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 eight to eleven. Yeah, okay. no, right. that's high alpha. Right. Um, and I remember brewing some beers. People were like, "What hop did you use?" I'm like, "Amarillo." And they're like, "Oh, Amarillo." And uh, that was about the time that the brewers started to catch on, and they were about to to rip it out. And that was the whole kind of trend. Yeah. So it takes people, all you hop growers out there, it takes the brewers. We're all kind of slow. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be we'd be in an industry that paid a lot yeah, more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, true. Like engineering. So I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. 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 I'm the bottom line. For you got to give us. Got to give us a few years. When I see these these. Uh, Brewers rubbing hops together up there with these cuts, mm-hmm. and they're selecting all that. Yeah, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, not till they, <laughs> not till they get it in beer do they really get anything out of it. Right. Yeah. Huh. So I would agree. I would agree with, with that. that. I, I yeah. think that's so. But you, <laughs> yeah. But Otherwise, you probably think they're at what twenty percent, thirty percent of like what the potential for this hop could be. And you're right. Until they use the ingredient, they don't know for sure. But they're getting right. an educated guess. Uh, you know, there's 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 so much uh, interaction with fermentation and the yeast and everything else that's going on. It up. I mean, that really, the... really changes the character and exposes yeah. certain things that are hidden. Um, I imagine there are some people. It's like, you know, tasting uh, grains and stuff and smelling grains and knowing what that's going to be like in the beer. Uh, I, th- I imagine there's people like that for hops. There are, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people have special skills. I get that. A lot of people are special. Right. I remember Amarillo. I first was introduced uh, through John at Rogue. And that was the first brewery that I ever heard of that was using Amarillo. And I'm like, this hop is amazing. And it kind of reached this thing where it was super hard to get. And nobody could find it. And then it kind of died out because these higher alpha hops uh-huh. were taking priority. Like 14%. Everyone was like, oh, uh, the, maybe it was the Simcoe not that. or whatever. And then it kind of came back a little bit. Um, but you know, Jay and uh, Alex at the Rare Barrel use Amarillo when they dry hop their sour beer. They're egregious. They get it from us. That's the best <laughs> fucking beer that they make. That the the golden oh, yeah. sour with the, with that kind of like uh, apricotty, like light apricot skin <laughs> kind of flavor that the Amarillo brings out. So it's kind of what you were saying when you guys are both saying uh-huh. is that there are certain qualities that come out in the hops, but only when you use them. Uh-huh. In certain situations, right, and right, I think right. the like the uh, Jay at uh, the Rare Barrel has been able to pull that out of the uh, uh, of the Amarillo. Are you saying Jay pulled it out? He, he pulled it out and waved it everywhere in everyone's uh, palate, across right. everyone's palate. 
Bitter right in, the, right in the mouth. Right, yeah. right in the mouth. Yeah, for instance, just that hop in a lower pH environment will give off another flavor. Totally. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure. yeah, no, it's a great, oh, uh, it's a great observation. I remember when I first bought Amarillo. Uh-oh. There's a big, like, Grandpa's white... telling stories again. ...jug of Amarillo <laughs> at... Uh, I was at the home... Home beer, wine, and cheese shop. Home in... beer, wine, and cheese making shop. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. I was I was going to... Uh... L.A. or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think I was going to a Malto's Falcons meeting. I was yeah. going to drop off some... Uh, uh, competition entries. Competition entries. Probably or, or I was picking some up or something like probably that. Probably a thousand, knowing you. An, oh, yeah. an average competition season I, for you. I backed the... the uh, the uh, 18-wheeler <laughs> up to the dock and unloaded my beep, beep, uh, entry. Beep, beep. Not far off <laughs> yeah. from the truth. And then uh, I loaded in like a couple of pounds of Amarillo <laughs> right. and headed back north. Yeah. No, I remember specifically buying it and talking to John. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the and guy. we were ta- we were talking uh, the hops, and he was like, yeah, no. He's like, eh, it's pretty much done. Yeah. Uh, but he liked it. And Never I got any it. traction. Yeah. It's good hop, man. I love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah, your beer is great. Thanks. Thanks for bringing it. That's, yeah. why, that's why we got onto the hop thing. Did we have a question from a oh, listener? Jesus. Yeah. Oh. No. From Harry from Harry. New Zealand. So anyway, did 20 minutes do, later. Did we already do break one? Yeah, what <laughs> no. We, <laughs> this <laughs> is why I need is, to drive. This is going to so be our second. Know. This is going to be our second break. We're coming up on right, right, right. half hour. All right. So uh, a Harry Potter. Harry Harry Palms. Harry Palms. Yeah. Harry Palms. Uh, said uh, that, like, just uh, like Harry Potter, but different wand. Yeast. Yeah. Right. Try yeast. All right. So a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know. Uh, sending. Uh, you know. Waste all over the world can yeah. be a problem. Liquid uh, yeast. Yeah. Twenty bucks for a batch. That's kind of ridiculous. Right. Right, right. Right. Yeah. That's that's a huge. Now you can repitch it. One of the things that yeah. I did, you know, again, if you get this liquid yeast and you are uh, repitching it to, you know, five, six, seven times. Well, then you're because I well, get a new, bot, right. new pitch every time. Right. You're cheaper than I am if you, if you pitch it four times at 20 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. All right. Now, the, the question was, uh, the first A was. Uh, Is liquid yeast worth the money for us down here? Right. Now, the reason why liquid yeast would be worth the money is really because the selection of oh, yeast yeah. is much, much broader. Because not every yeast can be dry. It doesn't right. survive the process. Right, right, right. So, you know, if you're looking for something special, if you're trying to do a particular style of beer that really requires a certain type of yeast, yeah. well, then, yes, it's absolutely worth the money. Now, it's worth the money in that, um, you know, it is a healthy yeast. It hasn't gone withgone the, the, the drying process, which stresses the yeast, causes them to uh uh you know act a little bit different it's going through this uh the stress process which it causes it to uh you know uh exhibit slightly different characteristics so i would say you know if you can get it at a reasonable price absolutely it's worth it so in the u.s when you're paying like six bucks or something like that seven bucks absolutely worth the price yeah now nineteen, uh, you're starting to get a little crazy it's up there. there yeah. yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, they're paying two bucks a pound for malt too. What do we uh, pay for here? Buck? Uh, buck forty-four. Oh buck wow, 50. that might yeah, something like that. Homebrewing. Jesus, yeah, it's gone up. Man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, you're not paying, it, but we do. 
I buy the by the truckload. <laughs> it comes in a yeah. They blow it into your silo, mm-hmm. right up your ass. <laughs> they blow it right up my ass, um, just like the east. Uh, Same thing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I I think that that's the reason right there. And I think if you're going to do some sort of specialized beer that requires a certain yeast, yes, it's worth paying the nineteen bucks. Uh, you know, grow it up. Find you know four other home brewers who who are you know interested in trying an alt beer or trying doing a wit yeah. or something yeah. where you can't get a proper dry yeast. The the difference is amazing, but you could grow that or, up or even and do a, split it with your homebrew club and exactly. you know have something great. Or do a series of beers, right? So you need a certain box yeast. Right. You'd get that box yeast, and then you would make like a series of box, right? That are you know based around keeping that yeast going. Yeah, yeah. Put you bash to bash. Right, right, right. Or yeah, or find some buddies. Now, of course, if you're in the out, outer regions of these countries, you may not even know another home brewer. Like, <laughs> oh, New Zealand's small. New everybody Zealand, knows you don't see everybody. Human being for several days. They get on the the Tom Toms and they Tom beat Tom on those things. Been, yeah. And yeah, yeah. No, Pretty but soon you, there's a club. But if you do something like a, a wit yeast, yeah. it's like, well, how many wits? You, it's not like you could do a series of wits. No, you know, no, and you're not uh, going to find a, a like dry a lager yeast. You're not going to find a dry. Could. Yeah, well, there's some right. there's some fairly good lager dry yeast that might give you yeah. a good result. Right. But like a wit or some of the Belgian right. strains, right. you're not going to get them. Right, and so I think you know your your best bet there is to you know share and yeah. to, you know yeah, and then if you uh, one of your guys in your home brew club happens to be like a, a PhD in chemistry, you might be the next white lab. Might and, be the next white labs. Right. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, I, I got my PhD from UC Davis. Not, yeah, I, I personally didn't. He has didn't an employee. I have an PhD. employee. <laughs> he owns this guy, I guess. Right, this yeah. is mine. I get that. He's mine. He's yours. Huh? He's mine. He was aren't like, show over, me everything he's banking over, now. Uh, over, uh, whatever, your brewery. Knowing you, you would have a, <laughs> a PhD in your in your lab. I got I got a PhD. I got two people with master's degrees. <laughs> like, oh, no. I, and I pay minimum wage. I'm just oh um, really oh they oh they want to work for you. I got some awesome people. Oh, I just have the best people. It's like, I am yeah, so working pleased. for the the low self esteem. Going out at the end of the Warriors bench, you work cheap because you want a championship. That's right. You want a championship. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. What was what was B? B. <clears throat> um, if liquid yeast is not worth the money, what's the best way to use dry yeast? We we hydrate, but should we do starters as well? All right. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will answer that question right after this. Hey there, BN Army. Have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, white yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand-new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. 
Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20 gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your Brew Easy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman kettle cart. The Brew Easy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your Brew Easy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new Brew Easy all grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're talking situations where you're you're pretty much have to do the dry eat. So you guys, how do you do it? All right, yeah. yeah. All right. How do you make the best of a bad situation? Exactly. Right. What's the best well, way? Not, not a, I mean, not a bad situation. I mean, they do. No, they're perfect. doing. You know, uh, dry yeast. When when we first started doing the show ten years ago, yeah, uh, dry yeast was pretty pretty shitty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually gone much better. Choices they're, they're, more they're, they're reducing the amount of uh, contamination. They're expanding the number of choices. More of a pure culture, right? They, yeah, they're, they're they're doing a much better job. Yeah. Uh, the question was, I mean, B on the list was, what's the best way to use know, dry yeast? Right, right, right. You know, uh, so first off, rehydration. Amazing to me that you know for home brewers they like uh, sprinkle it on top of your beer. <laughs> for the professional brewers they're like oh rehydrate and here's how you rehydrate. So if it's good enough for the professional brewers, it's good enough for the home brewers. They they're thinking their home brewers are incapable, or retarded. To, you know, our I'm sorry, you can't use the R word, challenge, and cannot uh, you know rehydrate their yeast properly. Rehydrate your yeast. If you do not rehydrate your yeast, you're killing like 50% of the yeast. If you do properly rehydrate your yeast, or even come close, you're you're like, you know, from 80 to 100%. Yeah. Why, so, I did a collaboration at a brewery that used dry yeast. You did? And they, yeah, sure. I did, and I did what, of course, I did what those you And one, and actually two different brewers. One rehydrated like normal, and, you know, they got a bucket, uh-huh. 
Got it sanitary, supposedly. It costs you some one, hot water in a few minutes. The other one just pitches it right in and uses an extra brick of the dry yeast. So I did distiller's the, class in oh, in, in, in yeah, Chicago. I didn't, we didn't talk about that class. Oh, no. Nothing to do with beer. And, and, and the yeast expert was going like, well, you know, uh, this stupid thing they say about rehydrating your yeast, the manufacturers, I don't know, that's that's nonsense. Just throw in an extra brick. <laughs> that's what this guy did. I'm like, well, all right, which is cheaper, a brick of yeast <laughs> or a bucket of warm water? Interesting point. Unless you have to have it imported or... uh, How much is a brick of yeast? An expensive guy will get it. Oh, they're not cheap. They've been raising the price of dry yeast, too. But, you know, a little bit of warm water in a few minutes, and you essentially double the amount of yeast you have. So when you mentioned that if you don't do that, if you're just pitching it right in, you're killing half of your yeast. Yes. How are you doing that? All right. So the, the, the yeast are dried, and their cell walls are dried. When it's dry, it cannot control the uh, the barrier that is their their cell membrane. Mm-hmm. So it has to be moist to you know interlock and and the, the thing about the cell membrane is uh, it's able to pass things through that it it doesn't want anymore, like alcohol, and shove it outside the cell that would kill it. Okay, it regulates all that. Right. Okay. And it takes in certain uh, nutrients and sugars that it wants in there to, uh, you know, turn into alcohol and CO2 and all this and, and, and grow and be able to, you know, reproduce. Okay. When it's dry, it's essentially like uh, a, a uh, you know, it's like the nictating membrane in, a, in an eye or something that all of a sudden is just wide open and just crap just goes right through. So you become blind. It, it's just it uh, bombards. It's not an active this, membrane. It's, right. a, it's, a, in a, it's a passive, in a, in inactive yeah, membrane. It's not a like thing. Yeah, it's got yeah. holes in it. So exactly. So things a, just go into the cell, and there's no since there's no regulation, it can damage. It damages the cell. It kills the cell. Okay. Right. And so this sure. guy's solution was to put more of it in, so that well, you'll have more of a chance to get. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Some don't survive, and that's and that's what the yeast manufacturers, the dry yeast manufacturers, are saying for homebrewers. It's like, well, you're not capable of rehydrating the yeast because that involves hot water, measuring the temperature of the water, and uh, sanitation. Waiting. Have you had a homebrew yeah. before ever? Right. So I, I agree with him. No, okay, no, so, no, no, I'm so, kidding. I'm joking. So you want to uh, rehydrate with <laughs> rehydrate uh, your yeast uh, if you can use with warm water. Right, and if if you can use like a go firm, yes. you know uh, that's oh. a wonderful thing to add to your yeast, uh, yeast when you're rehydrating. Well, it's it's oh. a it's a rehydration. Uh, oh. uh, it's a nutrient specifically designed for rehydrating for rehydrating yeast because oh. in the wine industry, that's what it's designed for. The mm-hmm. wine industry, oh. they specifically use dry yeast. They actually they only use dry yeast. There's no well, liquid wine yeast cultures. They really do. Well, I mean, yeah, right. It's yeah. like ninety percent dry. Ninety percent dry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, yes. So five five percent liquid, five percent natural ferment. Right. Exactly. Right. So they're giving these these uh, rehydrated cells just what they need. All the nutrients. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. the nutrients. All, all the, the wall stuff. building stuff. Yep. It they're, eases like, them in, and it's got the right like. It's like amniotic fluid. Would it be more of a, uh, a reproducible ferment if you did this every time, versus like? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it buffers and uh, yeah, you'd be able to get it, it helps. It helps rehydration. You're getting the you know the right, mm-hmm. getting them back Absolutely. to where they started. I mean, these dry yeast right. started as living wet yeast, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. 
All right. So, I mean, that's that's the most important thing is rehydrating properly. Yeah. If you get some GoFirm, which is just like a little powder that I got to imagine, you, you know, somebody like Tasty who went to New Zealand recently could have muled some GoFirm down there. Yeah. I, I, mean, I get the feeling uh, a, a half a teaspoon will let you... Nutri- you nutrient you put up nutrients for a, a I forget starter. I forget the ratio, but like more beer sells it. Yeah, we, it's we, like we, a gram per. I forget. I forget yeah. the, the thing, but but you don't need a whole lot, and that's right. the thing about no. it. You don't need a yeah. whole lot. It sets up your dry yeast to to actually right. learn right. how to uptake nutrients and to build the cell walls up, which, as you said, are essentially the gatekeepers between the shit and the food. Exactly. No shit where you eat, and no food where you shit. Don't, so when you hydrate, never food. When, <laughs> never when food you hydrate with wort, yes, your um, the sugars in it, the sugars just, just go right in there. They're both right. in there. inundated. It, so it would be like they wouldn't have normally got through that wall, but now they're in there because right. it was an open door. In, instead of oxygen, you're getting uh, you know farts. True, and you know it's anything, a real full farts, in, and the yeah. amount of farts overwhelms your ability to breathe, and you die. No, you so essentially, the dry yeast is te- is my wife. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the blankets pulled over her head. Right. Couple of bean burritos. No, I'll spill the living room. It doesn't matter. If you yeah. use dry yeast, right. it's right. like a Dutch and, oven. And giving, right. give, giving her go firm, it's like giving her a, a, a gas mask. mask. Yes. Yeah. It's like turning the fan on and opening the window. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so now uh, <laughs> she what, about, <laughs> what about making a starter, like a traditional starter right. uh, with using dry yeast? Is that appropriate? Well, the interesting thing about the uh, the start in the dry yeast is uh, the manufacturers tell you no, never do that. Um, you know, it's it's all been you know prepped and it's got the glycogen reserves oh, yeah. and all that stuff. I think you burn out those glycogen reserves if you just throw them into water. I, I'm not really sure that's a hundred percent. However, the great thing about dry yeast is you know there's a lot of it and it's cheap. And so doing a starter is not necessarily the most important. If I was to do a starter, it would be for like a really big beer where I was going to share oh. this dry yeast with somebody else. I, see. I would go ahead and properly rehydrate, start that start that up and, you know, to have a, a really volume nice, of wort. And then you got to have a bigger volume of wort. Yep. It, it tends to be that the starter you would make would be so huge, you might as well just brew a beer. I see. So brew a five gallon batch of right. a light, then start uh, a, a light beer. Sure, you know, uh, you know, a four to five percent beer, mm-hmm. and then take the the proceeds of that and split that up with with all your other buddies. Uh, okay, I think that's the way to go. So I don't think that a starter's necessary if you're going into a really big beer. Uh, let's say you're you're doing Doppelbach, you're doing you know Imperial Stout or something like that. Yeah. Two packets of yeast, dry yeast. No, I'm looking. I was. Eh? Yeah. Eh? I'm going crazy here. No, rehydrate. No, no, no. And rehydrate. Rehydrate a dry yeast. Yes. I see yeast packets vary from like a dollar forty nine for like a five gallon batch up to like three forty nine or something a little oh, higher. Seven dollars on for, some of these. Really? Things. So what's, yeah, what's like that eleven all? grand? For what's that all yeast? about? They're just harder strains to make, or uh, I don't know. I think I, I, I'm not I sure. I mean, I'm some, sure. those are approaching liquid yeast. Uh, yeah, right. right prices right. around here anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Yep, yep. I mean, I know there are strains that are more um, approachable to, to being dried yeah. than right. than right. not. So you can't dry every yeast. No, yeah. I know there's a couple of yeast companies that I won't re- name. Um, that have tried and, and failed 
at, at drying certain strains. That's why yeah. they choose some strains over others. Yeah. So, that, so that might be right. Yeah. So dry yeast is a limited selection of yeast. That, that's definitely the, definitely the case. Yes, you are definitely limited by by going dry yeast. But in this in this uh, in in John Harry's um, case, I mean, I, I would I would be fine with that limited selection to save right, you know yeah, yeah. ten bucks or twelve bucks right. a batch no, or I, something like that. I, That's crazy. Well, you know, if you're gonna you know want these uh, you know selective yeast, you know. Special wit strains, special Belgian strains, special mm-hmm. this, that. They can't be. I think the thing to do is to find somebody in your local yeah. community. I'm telling you, the people in New Zealand, you know, there is every bit as brilliant and, and savvy tech, uh, guys, you know, yeah. um, uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, biosciences and everything else. So you're saying I, they're I guarantee- as smart as Americans. They're more, more, smart. So. more so. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They're smarter they than us. I won't no. get political here. It's but, not uh, that you know. hard to do a <laughs> but, yeast group kind of right. like activity. But I, I yeah. guarantee you, they've got people down there that can that can handle it, and they should just go bank their own. Yeah, somebody slants. there should start their own company up yeah. and do their own, you know, white land totally. yeast thing. I mean, yeah. why why not make why right. not make a five gallon batch of of you know four what well, four pounds of of malt extract, dump it in there. And that's your that's your club that's your club activity, like Tasty was saying. It's your club activity. I agree. However, I will tell you this. Yeah. I have tried yeast from all sorts of different companies that are producing commercial yeast now. Yeah. And they are doing a shitty ass job of it. Commercial? What do you mean commercial? Like dry versus liquid? Or? Oh no, li- liquid yeast. They're Somebody, growing it up. Yeah, Somebody's major. got a PhD, and they're they're growing and. That you know they're producing yeast that won't flocculate at all. Mm. Yeast with like weird oh, flavors because there is kind of a a, a rash of, of new liquid right, yeast companies right. on the market. Like the past and there are, three there, years, there actually is a talent and a skill in doing this. And yeah, and it it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, very repeatable and have exactly the same thing. Yeah, if you just want to wildly grow yeast, you can grow yeast. I can grow. I grow yeast in my crotch right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. That uh, ran out of cream, huh? Well, yeah. you know. Would that be more suitable um, for pickles or beer? I don't, I don't get that. Ah, I don't yeah, the pickle. Yeah. Um, the big pickle. The big pickle. Uh, but it, it, the, there's some shitty ass yeast being grown from these companies that are uh, saying that they can grow commercial yeast. Really? Even if they're like one of the standard like English ale yeast or something like that? Yeah. They don't act like yeah. the normal yeah. ones? <clears throat> Not wow. not good. Just to be clear, yeah. I'm talking about White Labs. Brewer be warned. Well, and I get zero money from White Labs. I get yeah. zero money from Yeast. But I'm telling you, those are the two I trust. Right. Absolutely. I, I trust, I trust, and, uh, and I trust I, White Labs over anybody else. And the, Exactly. Yes. I do, too. Yes. I trust them over Yeast, believe it or not. Yeah. And I get zero. Fucking Chris White will not give me a goddamn <laughs> discount on give me sell fucking one hey, for free. He paid for these microphones. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's, that's enough for you. Could I could I get some goddamn free yeast? No, no, fucking away. No you get a son of a bitch. You get a you get a subpar all, microphone. All his employees are just like, oh sure, yeah, didn't you, you guys, should give him free yeast. Didn't you fucking write a Chris book with won't him give me shit. He won't book? give me shit. Goddamn motherfucker won't give me shit. I love the guy, but he won't give me shit. So. <laughs> However, yeah. I can't buy my, you know, they, it, it's like your heroin dealer who's who's making the best heroin. That's my guy. My my crack guy, that's the guy. That's my guy. That's the guy. He's making the, the crack. 
I need the crack. My crack guy. Jesus Christ. Chris White, crack dealer. I'm just saying. I'm going to buy that URL. Mycrackguy.com. Mycrackguy.com. <laughs> and then sell you stuff. However, <laughs> so, so yeah, I think he knows it. It's like, oh, Jamel doesn't need any free yeast. Fuck you. That's true. God damn it. Sell some homebrew metal. He knows you're addicted, man. Yeast. He knows you'll keep coming back. He doesn't have right. he's, he's got me. I need the hit. Yeah. I need the fix. Yeah. Just give me the goods. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I got no candy for you. Oh, Jesus. So that where URL were we? is available. Um, FYI. <laughs> MyCrackGuy.com. <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm totally lost. Oh well, Baltimore hasn't made it to the internet yet. So. All right. I, th- no, I, think, no. I think we need to take a break. No. Calm down. And we'll get back on track right after this. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. I love to see Jamil in a mosh pit. <laughs> or a karate class. <laughs> or both. Ooh, at the same time. A mosh it, karate, karate mosh pit. Why not? Oh, yeah. Mosh potty. A mosh pit mosh full potty. of karate... <laughs> Pro black belt karate members. <laughs> black belt lives matter. All right. <laughs> where were we? Oh my God, JP. Where were we? We just, we just finished. Um, the third, Harry, uh, Harry point. John John Harry's question. Uh, we, if if moving on uh, what's the best way to use dry? We rehydrate, but we do starch yeah, yeah. as well. So uh-huh. we cover that. Right. Can you rinse and reuse? dry yeast ah good question good question once it's been through fermentation is it as good as a rinsed liquid yeast well all right so i think that's the, two questions right I, I i i would say the drying process kind of you know will tweak the yeast it's hard on the yeast for so sure. so if you had a single cell yeah 
from a dry yeast pitch, right, or a second, you know, a, a ferment, right. How would that compare biologically to a single cell from a, a, a of a you know from a slant at a at a yeast factory, where they you know have a pure pure I, pitch, pure, pure you know pure cell? Uh, I would think theoretically it could be the same. Uh-huh. However, you put some organism through you know some torturous period, like like the know, show. Like this show. But they're simple organisms. I mean, Studio D. Okay. Steve does change show to show. Right, right. I was going to say, I mean, this poor innocent man here, look <laughs> look how we have converted him over over the period of a few months. Yeah. He grew rapidly his, his like, not giving a shit. And, Cynical. Uh, yeah, right. And, uh, yeah. 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 It messed him up. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. So I, I think, you know, going through the stress of the, the, the process, it depends on the cells that you are, you oh. know, recollecting. I see. However, to throw another however on top of the however I just threw. <laughs> That's true. If the beer that you are producing tastes great, is perfect. The bottom line. Mm-hmm. Then the yeast you're harvesting from that, if you can harvest the yeast that have produced that, it really doesn't matter what has happened to that yeast before because yeah. all that matters is that you're harvesting the, beast that, the, the yeast that has uh, produced the beer that you think is great. Yeah. It, it, anything else is immaterial. It doesn't matter how mutated it was or what, what sure. stress it's gone through previously. Okay. It's like, wow, this, this beer is excellent. I need to harvest this okay. yeast. All right, so let's just say that, so, so you do have a viable yeast that you want to keep using. Yeah. So what about rinsing? That's the question. Oh, you can always rinse. Really? And, you know, we're not talking about yeast washing where they go to a super low pH. They oh, take yeah, they it down push. below like two and they try and stun the bacteria yeah. and keep the yeast. And it stuns the yeast, too, but keep the yeast alive and the bacteria are all killed off. Um, you know, if you got that kind of a dirty process. Now, with dry yeast, you can there can be a bit of bacteria, but not necessarily as many as there was before. Huh. Just inherent in the packages itself. Yeah, the process because they blow a lot of air through. Yeah, and these massive amounts of air just every once in a while. I, no matter how they filter it, you you carry along some bacteria with it. Oh, hmm. So it's a it's a uh, just based on the process. It's a little bit less of a clean right process than right. the liquid. It's grow. because of the massive amounts of air used. To okay. Okay. So when you do a starter. It would stand a reason that you, maybe you're you're increasing the growth rate of the bacteria that may or may not be in the in the package. Right. We don't know right. for sure, but uh, right. so you are kind of running a risk. However, I yeah. would say that the vast majority of people homebrewing yeah. are incorporating bacteria into their process anyway. Yeah, just through everything just, else because we don't have the tools. Right, right, totally. And so, is it that big of a deal? Right. Like, should you be you know, concerned about it? I drink, guess. drink your beer in you know two weeks, a month. You know, keep yeah. it cold and drink it. You know, in a reasonable amount of time, you're fine. Okay. If you want to put it in bottles and send it halfway around the world, then it becomes a critical factor. Mm. So I, th- I think it's not that big a deal. And okay. I'd, I'd say you know, um, you know, again, you could repitch what is, you know, makes great beer. Well, you're set. Okay. So say I'm a, a dry yeast uh, user. Uh, would I at any point want to like, like look at a cell count like, or look at the uh, 
look at the yeast, look at the viability under a slide. Uh, what would I expect to see something different? Where, where if I were a, would I find more mutations or fewer mutations, given I'm a dry yeast user? Well, you certainly could, but I think you know, I'm not. I'm not sure it's really, you know, the thing to do. Get out of the pizza box, Jamil. <laughs> He's going to eat Stop that it. pizza. Stop it. We're still recording. I think I'm going to have to start doing some talking. Stop it. The fat kid's coming out. <laughs> Stop it. I'm, I'm totally engaged. It could have been a metaphor. What, you were sad. Right. Uh, you know what? Stay out of the He's pizza breaking box. all the rules. So, Turn his microphone so we, off. We, we can rinse uh, the yeast, but you don't see any particular reason, uh, reason to do that. I see that. Huh. What would be the other question there? On the, yeah, talk uh, to me. Other, do you, do you think the rinsing the yeast is fine? <laughs> You can rinse, you know, rinsing the yeast is really just to separate out. How's that meat lovers, bro? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The camera was on him when he took that bite. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Can you save that, can you save that clip, please? Uh, it was glorious. I'll make it into a GIF. I have a couple fun. things Rinsing that I've saved. Rinsing the yeast is, is, is absolutely fine. Um, you know, rinsing is really just separating out a lot of the troop. You know, hot particles, uh, brown hoof, all, all that, that, that Stuff crap. Stuff that doesn't look good in there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeast husks and things like that. And then you could take that and, and uh, step that up as well. Like you might want to make a starter after you've collected as purest culture you could. Because say you get real particular. <laughs> you get real particular in your selection process and you, you end up like oh. not enough cells. Then you could do a starter. Keep the whole thing going. He looks like I mean, you're in a at a mountaintop in New Zealand, and <laughs> you don't have you don't, you don't even know where you can get more dry yeast, alone uh, any anything else. Right, absolutely. Uh, you know, go for it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Last question. Yeah, the camera's staying on you. <laughs> um, he says uh, they have a temp controlled fridge for fermentation, and they're looking at oxygenating the wort next. Oh. And I underlined that because that to me raised a red flag right there. You should. I don't personally think that you should be spending nineteen bucks on liquid yeast when you're not even giving your wort enough oxygen. You're not oxygenating. That to me would be my first step before graduating to liquid yeast. If you're gonna if you're gonna go through that route, or even yeah. doing thing. I mean, that stop brewing for a month and buy an oxygenating kit. Right. Right. Um, or go to an aquarium pump. Go to Amazon or through the Brewing Network website. Click on the Amazon link and then order one of those aquarium pumps. They were great. That's what happens there when I go. don't drive myself out here. You eat a meat lover's pizza in the middle of the show? <laughs> like there's no, we got a large pizza. It's all gone. I would I would say this. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you guys. What were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about the Model uh, T and how, right. it's, how it was far uh, more superior to, to most right. modern cars. Right. So... The amount of oxygen, I, you know, so uh, one of the reasons that a lot of the dry yeast manufacturers talk about not needing oxygen is that. Um, they include glycol in the. Uh, well, you know, the uh, glycogen reserves of the yeast, et cetera, et cetera. But part of that is you're pitching way more than enough yeast no. is what they're anticipating. Because if, if you're pitching a packet of dry yeast. Your five gallon batch, you know, a eleven gram packet into a five gallon batch. You are so way pitching so much more yeast than what you get well, good from, feel. A, How from many, a from a, a vial, liquid yeast. Say like packet. a vial of white labs. How many vials do you think eleven gram packet might be? Ooh, two. Good three? question. Oh yeah. Um, a, maybe or just one. I don't what's know. the what's your gut feel? Yeah, what's your gut feel? 
two and a two and a quarter times. Yeah, more than two. Wow. Nice. Really, two right. and a quarter times more yeast. No, not talking, not not not, not saying viable not cells. Viable cells. No. Right, right. But so, actual material. Yeah, right, right. Okay. And so, if you don't rehydrate it, you get essentially about the same. Okay. All if right. you do rehydrate it, you get like twice as much. Yeah. But so with the added the bacteria right, contamination right, possibly right, there. Right, right. Okay. All right. So that's part of the reasoning there of, uh, you know, not adding the oxygen. But I'd, I'd, I'd still go ahead with the oxygen. I think, you know, you're right, JP. It's it's not going to hurt the process. It's not going to be. And if you were to switch to some other process, I think having some oxygen temp control for, for sure <laughs> Don't laugh at me, man. Uh, you, you, have to, you have to, you have to, uh, you know, if, if, if you're, you know, temperature control would be first. Yeah, absolutely. Which he's doing, oxygen. which is yeah, great. Yeah. Yes. And then oxygenate. But yes, yeah, yeah, he should be doing that. He's and then start that. fucking with your yeast, man. So it seems like yeah. one of those bigger picture things, like you got bigger problems to worry about than... Your yeast that, that yeah, I mean, being. because if if you're, uh, you know, let's say you go through the work like Jamil's saying, you 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 make a giant starter of your liquid yeast and you split it up and you do all this kind of stuff. But if you're not oxygenating your 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 wort for that liquid yeast starter, you're going to be at kind of a disadvantage anyway. So if you're going to go through all that work, why not give the yeast the best environment that it? Yeah, that, there's that no you use can. spending money on something that. That you that you're isn't not going to do as well anyway because other variables are yeah be, not as right yeah right okay absolutely so <laughs> you just i just got this like the, the how, mentor how drunk we, uh, nod how, how, <laughs> i'm so i'm so proud of uh pornographic steven for stepping in there and you know he actually seemed interested in, 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 in helping with the show yeah while I your mean, mouth was full of meat. Yeah, was he, like, he, he, was was he has eat not eat done that pizza. since, like, you know, show two. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, all right. He didn't know he had to work. And did, all right. Uh, are we doing here? Did we that have uh, that, that? I think we can answer that Harry, question pretty well. Uh, there you go, dude. He I, said, any help would be great. Love the show. I think we uh, filled them in uh, quite well. Yeah. Good job, so everybody. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm glad somebody else is driving. Thanks for bringing the pizza. Hey, uh, you know, what are you gonna you, do? if you enjoy this uh, pile of crap we call the show, I would <laughs> I would get yourself over to uh, BrewersHardware.com. Uh, email Brad at BrewersHardware.com. Tell him how much uh, you really uh, appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if, if you like this show, there's a lot of other great shows on the Brewing Network. Check out Dr. Homebrew with JP. Do it! Yeah. Check out uh, The Session. Yeah, Check we have a great out time there. Uh, Bruce Strong with uh, me oh, and yeah. uh, John Palmer. Great show. Check out uh, The Sour Hour. Lots of good stuff. It's all free because of our fine sponsors like BrewersHardware.com. Check them out. Check, talk to Brad. Send him an email. Say thank you so much for sponsoring this because I was afraid it was going to go away, uh, but not anymore because BrewersHardware.com is, is right there for us. And, you know, until then, Bruce Strong, everybody. And often.